1: That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder.
0: When I got out of MLM, I was overwhelmed by shame, regret, guilt, and loneliness, but sharing my story has helped free me up. And I want to invite you to do the same either publicly or anonymously as a catalyst for your healing. The from hunts to humans podcast is a proud supporter of the hashtag I got out movement. Learn more and find resources at igotout.org.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of From Hunts to Humans. I am so excited today. Uh We have Lucas here, and he's going to tell us his story about being in MLM and in Rank Makers. So, I'm Rank Makers, as we've heard on other episodes, is a coaching group. So, um, you know, just remember that all of this is in Lucas's experience and his opinions and all of that stuff. <laughs> but, uh, Lucas, what MLM first found you?
1: The, my first introduction. Well, first off, um, Daniel, I, I appreciate this time.
0: Oh, yes. I'm so glad we were able to make it work.
1: Likewise, likewise. I'm glad it kind of fluctuated and happened at the last minute. So this (laughs) was exciting. Uh, My first introduction to multi-level marketing was uh, around 1997, 98. Um, And I didn't really know exactly what it was that was being presented to me. Um, It was a company that offers, uh, I I guess you'd call it legal assistance. Mm -hmm. And um, when I saw it, I it just what, what threw me off is because it doesn't really fit my personality is is they did the presentation. The services like seemed like it could be a, a, a good deal for people who might be in need. But the biggest presentation was the big money lifestyle of boats and mansions and big expensive cars. And that just didn't resonate with me. And then, well, it was honestly reintroduced to me again within the last couple of years. So that was my my first introduction to the industry. And you know, I've kind of found myself kind of uh swimming my way through it for for a little while and well it's left its inter- and a lot of interesting emotions.
0: Yeah, wow, that's really interesting. So that's like uh is that like like a legal shield type of type Company? of oh, okay yeah 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 okay I've heard of them before. Um Okay, so did you end up
1: joining them? Um, I actually did twice. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Um, but
1: once was, uh, oh, about seven years ago. Um, I, I did sign up and uh, the, the, the training that I got was basically, here, go print out a bunch of flyers and go just pass them out and you should make thousands within the next month. And well, none of that happened. Um, I, I did build some business and I never got paid a dime. And it left me kind of frustrated and annoyed. So I reached out to you know, the upline and you know, their response really wasn't all that en- enthusiastic. Uh, it just, it was just like, well, keep trying. You know, it, it was no direction or teaching on, on how to market. Uh, Cause I mean, they do have attorneys, they do have law firms that represent them. So it is, it is legitimate services, but you know, depending on where you live, the services may not be that great because that's the experience that my wife and I had. Um, so I, I decided, you know what, this is not a fit for me. I really don't think this is going to work. But at the time, I, my mindset wasn't, you know, I wasn't really focused. Um, I didn't give it a lot of attention that I felt it should. And it wasn't until uh, I, w- I was introduced to, uh, to rank makers, it was advertisements on my Facebook page. And, and I, knew of, um, you know, I knew about you know, the leadership and, and rank makers because I'd, I'd followed his, his direction, emails, and all that stuff for a while. And I said, "Oh, this, this could work." so I, I signed into it, and um, and I, I started to see a, a little bit of more more so growth within myself mm-hmm. than the actual business. and that was something I, I, I can say that you know with heartfelt appreciation that i I'm grateful for because I've dealt with a lot um, you know I, I've, I have dealt with abuse when I was a kid um, over the last four years, uh, I lost my dad, uh, and then my two youngest sisters died. Uh, mm-hmm. Five months of e- within each other um, in 2018. Uh, Gina was at the beginning of the year, and then Morgan uh, lost her battle with cancer uh, in in August. Wow. So it, was a, it was a tough time, and um, it was just other stuff going on in life. And there was some some things that that I I was I was receiving from Rank Makers that actually did help me in kind of overcoming some of the trauma that resulted from it. Because there's there's a lot more that. That's just the the outer shell. There's so yeah. much more to that.
0: Absolutely. And I'd love to like kind of comment on that too, because I think that, you know, in in these anti-MLM spaces, we do really focus on, you know, the negative parts of MLM so often. But, you know, as I think it's Mike Rinder says, and I, I quote, quote this all the time in the podcast, and I always forget to go double check that it's Mike Rinder, uh, but I think it's him, says you don't join a cult, you join a good thing, right? And, you know, there's always something good that you got out of these experiences, because otherwise, why would we have joined them? And also, when you're healing from trauma, like, big, big or small, no matter what size it is, um, you know, being held by a community in any sort of way, and like, you know, in these um MLM coaching groups and, and MLM environments, there are just so encouraging and positive. And, you know, obviously what we say in the mom space is that oftentimes that's used as manipulation, but that doesn't mean that you didn't grow from it. It doesn't that's mean right. that you didn't get some benefit from it and help you get through a really difficult time because, you know, what happens when we're in these really dark places is sometimes we just tunnel down into the darkness. And sometimes it's these groups that keep us out in, in the, at least in the shade, you know, we can see the sun and we can see that something good is out there and we're still going through our stuff, but we need to at least be able to know the sun is existing. You know what I mean? That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. So what happened next? <laughs>
1: so, um, well, it got, you know, I, I, I walked away from, from, you know, the legal services company and when it got reintroduced to me, the response is what really threw me off uh, because it was, a, it was a, you know, I, I week tables full time. And um, I meet a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds. And I met a woman that was, you know, a, a part of the company. And she's like, have you ever considered, you know, maybe rejoining and coming back in? And just because of the way things were financially, I said, you know what, I'll I'll take a look. And the the guy she had me speak with was so incredibly condescending and disrespectful. And then it it, it got topped off at the end because, you know, when I told him that, you know. I don't remember exactly what I said to him, but his response was, when you're ready for some big boy money, give me a call. And then just kind of cut the conversation off. I was like, well, that wasn't very pleasant. What? And so she, That's when she, rude, it was very rude, very rude. So when she followed up with me, she sent me an email. She's like, good morning, David. And I was like, uh, I think my name is Lucas. <laughs> and I just, what it made me feel when she got this guy, who's a, you know, big earner. I'm basically nothing to him, and to me, that's you know, you know, a narcissistic style personality. Somebody that is just over the top, and if you don't match what he thinks you should be doing, you get no assistance. I've had that happen time after time after time after time within MLM. And when she called me, David, I was like, "Wow, I'm just a number to you. I'm absolutely meaningless. I'm invisible. Why in the world would I join you?" And so a couple of years later, I actually did join get a little bit of money, but I joined because my wife and I were in, we were in need of legal assistance. Uh And, and so when we were reaching out to attorneys, it was, you know, $400 for an hour, just to talk and then $5,000 if we needed to retain them. And we're just like, that's, you know, Granted, yeah, we had it, but if we paid that, that would have wiped us out. And I said, no, nah, we're not going to do that. That's that's ridiculous. And just happened to be within that week, somebody within the company reaches out, says, just sit and look at a presentation. It might be, you know, worth it. And at the very bottom of the, of the page during the presentation, exactly what we were looking for was right there. I said, you know, it's only 25 bucks. Let's go ahead and do this. So we signed up. We started making efforts to reach out for the attorney's. Uh, long story short um getting in touch with them was was near impossible and and the direction we got from these legal supposed attorneys it was wrong because i actually at my job where i wait tables actually wait a judge on occasion. i got to ask her personally and and she told everything she told me contradicted what these attorneys said i was like so you basically are, are just advertising what's supposed to be quality service and i joke around telling them it's more so uh uh, uh, mcdonald's with a, a broken ice cream machine it's does yeah. it's, it's, it's services that for me for me they didn't work and the few clients that i had they had the exact same experience in other parts of the country they'd reach out to an attorney and got nothing and it's like this is not cool this is basically in my opinion it's the equivalent of scamming someone because if i don't see something of value why would i sell it and it just made me uncomfortable. Yes, the company's been around for decades. I'm glad it's working for some people, but I didn't feel feel okay with it. And and that's something I disagree heavily with when it comes to so many aspects of MLM is these companies are presenting either something that's highly overpriced or doesn't match up to what the expectations are, or it's a flat out lie, right? whether they're basically telling people something and then when they get it, whether it's a product or service. It doesn't match up with what they're advertising.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's a a really big issue in the industry. And there are definitely companies that, you know, like we say all the time, there are companies that have really good products. Most of them are overpriced. And some of them are mediocre at best, but, you know, they're just hyped up so much in the company that you're brainwashed into thinking that they're fantastic. So it's like, you know, if they could just, really just say what it is and just stop acting like everything is <laughs> going to cure like you know uh you know the next thing you know they're going to be saying like the legal services are going to cure your your mental unwellness um <laughs> you know like they just make all of these claims and obviously that was a super reach right but like it, they just make so many claims that just don't even make any sense and it it's it's ridiculous, and it's it's wrong.
1: Yeah, you you said it perfectly right. there. it's it's wrong. It's, yeah. I, I look at it as being ethically wrong. Um, I I, I learned recently about about one particular company because uh, this guy that I know just through social media, I'd learned just through him him and I conversing about our dislike of the industry. And turns out he was with the company that I represented about seven years ago, and you know, one of the biggest reasons I was with the company was because of my background. And I thought, hey, this is a perfect fit. This can't lose. And then he comes to tell me, he's like, well, this particular person who's supposedly involved in the product, he said he was paid. He doesn't have all the credentials. And this guy's, this guy's, the guy that I'm, I'm, I'm speaking with um, through social media, he's, you know, he's in the medical field. So he's going to know, you know, the ins and outs. And uh, he said, the guy that was supposed to be a doctor does not have the degrees. They said he was basically paid, you know, to, to, you know, support, to give off all this information that's, that really doesn't have the backing that they say it is. He said, if, th- if any company represents a pyramid scheme, it is that one. And I said, oh, wow. I had no idea. So it's, it's, and for me, having been, gone through stuff as as a kid, the last thing I want in, in my life is for anybody that's associated with me to feel like they're being treated unfairly, being treated negatively, um, being ripped off or, or, you know, being scammed. Because I've been scammed. Yeah. I've, you know, I've had people get into my bank account, wiped out. And it's not fun going through that. So I don't want to be associated with something that is just going to end up hurting someone.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, so all of this time, are you in Rank Makers the whole time or just part of these story, like these MLMs?
1: It's it, it was just, a, just just part way through. Um, I think it was 2017, might have been twenty eighteen. I can't remember the exact timeline. Um that, you know, I, I saw Rank Makers and uh, you know, Ray had advertised it. Uh, it was on Facebook. It was uh I think it was nothing to sign up and I think it was 1499 a month. And I thought, hey, this could be some really, really good training. And even though there was a lot of positive to it, I, I saw a lot of it, even back then, because I haven't been in Rank Makers in quite some time. I saw quite a bit of it as deceptive. Yeah. Um, one area that I, I saw as deceptive is what was described, I think it was called the $100,000 inner circle. Mm. You know, I, I didn't really look into it. Um but the way it was described it made it seem like, you know, that you have to be making a certain amount of money to be in this elite group. And um, you know, I've I've come to learn from some people that who were in it. They were, you know, they basically have told me that no, you do not make that kind of money and and it's not any different than what's already being paid. I mean then what you're already, you know, receiving and uh it the the training through rank makers did help to an extent. <laughs> And I, uh, you know, I hope I don't get in trouble for this. Um, but well, honestly, it's, what, it's
0: in your experience, right? What what yeah, you experienced, yeah.
1: This, but it was my experience. It just I I, I regretted it a little bit because mm-hmm. um, because Ray put out a bit of a contest, uh, you know, basically saying if you know, give your experience, what have, what has been your results, what have you what have you found? through rank makers present the video. You know, if, if you like what we see, you know, it's going to be put on our website. And what I expressed, yes, it was true, but it was also slightly deceptive. Because I put out there, yes, yes, it is true. Ray and 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 the positive development that I experienced to rank makers really helped me in overcoming some. It was it wasn't just the trauma of losing my closest siblings. There was other stuff going on at the same time that I needed help with. That was true, but I men, made mention that you know, like my business quadrupled. The truth of the matter is, I gained four customers. That was it, you know, and it just, you know, I kind of felt like this doesn't feel right, because it's giving off an impression of something that's really, you know, not real, you know, because just as quickly as I gain those customers those customers disappear. And I, I, I honestly I felt bad about that for a while.
0: Yeah. So one of the things that you've kind of highlighted is that there were positive things that came out of your experience in makers. So you know what I think would be really interesting is what if we kind of take a turn and just talk about like, what about it was helpful? And then maybe we can kind of talk about other places that we can find those supports that aren't a scam. So that way, you know, we can help people find these like nuggets of things that we're looking for without being manipulated into these programs. Does that oh, sound abs- like a good, a Absolutely. good segue for us? And then we'll come back to your other MLMs because I also want to know where where else you went. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I, I I um I will say that you know one thing I really appreciate is is and it's not just Ray Higdon, but a lot of other you know people that consider themselves leaders are you know they're, they're genuinely interested. Uh, at least in most some cases they're genuinely interested in helping people progress and grow is getting people into a position where they can work on themselves. And in, in, in a lot of cases with life, people will struggle internally, whether it's through, you know, some childhood experiences or um, maybe they lack that self-love. Right. And one of the many things I have very much benefited from is learning the importance of, you know, meditation, uh, personal development, making sure that I'm working on myself because I'm, you know, I'm I'm happily married. I love my wife. She's dealing with a lot physically, and if I'm not taking care of myself mentally and and taking care of my own mindset and keeping myself together emotionally, then how am I going to take care of her?
0: Absolutely.
1: It's it's like. Oh, you, go ahead.
0: Oh no, absolutely oh. go ahead. You
1: you can Okay, ahead. no. I was going to say that it's it's this there's, there's an illustration that's often used about um uh that I've heard in some public discourses. The illustration is, you know, if, if you're you're taking a flight going from say Boston Logan uh to, you know, Palermo Sicily and before the plane takes off, you know, they tell you, "Hey, this is how you buckle a seatbelt in case you've never been in a car in the last 50 years. Um if there's an emergency, the you know, the air masks are going to come down and they tell you, put the mask on yourself before you help the other person, because if the person next to you is passed out and then you pass out, you can't help that person. So to an extent, each person needs to be, they got to have themselves together if they're going to be able to successfully be there to support and help somebody through their trials. And uh, I've learned a lot through the industry of, you know, finding maybe a, a book, like all the books that Ray had recommended that have been incredibly impactful in my life. Uh, uh, one was called uh, The Leap. Very good. Uh, there's another book, um, Five Love Languages, has helped my marriage immensely. Uh, what, there was two others. It was called uh, The Compound Effect and The Slight Edge. The Slight Edge was the first one I read that was a motivational and, and book and from front to back, um, one of the very best motivational and, and and personal development books i've ever read uh, so I, I i can truthfully say that from that aspect there's opportunities to develop as a person even if a business you're in never goes anywhere you never make a dime you don't ever impact anybody's life you can impact yourself if you get yourself surrounded by the right people
0: right um so okay so let's talk about some places where we can find those things um obviously as a therapist i'm going to say that you know, therapy is a great place to go. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, I think that the biggest thing that I'm a component for is you need to find a therapist that is a good fit for you. And I know that's a very privileged thing to say. I know that it's very, very hard to find therapists right now. And I also know that there's access to therapy in general is not always a thing. And it's, it's a really tough, tough spot right now that we have in the world. There's a shortage of therapists, it's it's not good, but getting a therapist can be really really helpful. And if you don't like your therapist, if you don't match with your therapist, you can always stay with them until you find somebody else, or just leave and find. Like it's okay. Like we're I'm not the right fit for everyone, and neither is anyone else. So like if, if your therapist thinks that they can help every single person, then like that's a red flag for me. Um, and also, I would say it should be a red flag for you if you're looking to, like, willing to help, yes, knowing their scope of practice, knowing what they specialize in, all of that stuff is, um, you know, really making sure you find the right match. Um, and then what what else? Um, I mean, I I think that, like, groups, groups are really good, too. And, like, you know, the other thing, too, is we found all of these connections online, right? So like start, if you can't find a Facebook group that already exists, that isn't connected to an MLM to like kind of join and find community in, you can always start your own. And then in these groups, you know, you could say like, Hey, like, does anyone want to do like a meetup session? Does anyone want to start a book club? Like I'm looking to do like this, like Mm. motivational book. And like, I'd love to read it with people and talk about it. Like we can do those things outside of MLM. And I think that sometimes we get stuck, especially out now that we're out of MLM. It's like, well, all of these good things were already built into this, but we can create them. They're, all, right. they're all very much attainable for us outside. It's just finding the group of people that wants to do it.
1: That's exactly right. I, I fully agree with every single little thing you said there. Um because even though I've, I've spoken, you know, some positive aspects of it, the one thing I think people should be aware of is that in, in some cases that there's, there's a controlling aspect in some in mm-hmm. some of the industry that where a person could easily feel like they're being, they're just locked in, that they can't find what they're looking for anywhere else. When the truth of the matter is you can find, you know, your, the help you need, you can find success, you can find your support pretty much anywhere. We live in a very big planet. There's 8 billion people that live on this blue marble and we can find that support anywhere. And that was the case with my wife, you know, with some of the stuff that has happened over just the last year to year and a half. Um, she definitely needed needed that support. And we went for uh, some therapy. And exactly what you said was right is we came across therapists that it, it seemed to us that they were only really interested in money. Mm, they were yeah. just trying to get the funds out of us, you know, just saying that we're here to support you, but when we approached them when it came to what we were dealing with, it, we kind of felt like that was just being ignored yeah and and that's people in general should not have to feel like they're being ignored or they're being pushed aside, and that's you know we'll probably get into that topic a, a little bit later, but that's been an experience of mine so many times in MLM of just being pushed aside, made to feel like I don't even exist, nobody deserves to feel that way. Right. We all matter. We all have a, a place on this planet. And we all have a purpose.
0: Right. Absolutely. And the other, the other thing I, I'll just add to that with the therapist experience too, is, um, you know, I, I always tell my clients that I'm human. I have bad days and I might miss something. And if I miss something, if I say something, I'm open to that feedback. And if we can figure it out, awesome. But if ultimately if I say or do something that hits you the wrong way and like you know i it, it's not gonna work for you anymore then let like that's fine like that's fine we I'll help you find a new therapist i'll I'll send you referrals i, I if you want to close like i'm like it doesn't have to be this battle of like whatever you know like therapists are supposed to be there to help you, and right. sometimes they have an expiration date on how long they can help you for you know mm-hmm. you you either. Uh, max out on their expertise of a subject matter and then it gets into something that they they just don't specialize in or don't have the knowledge of and uh, like if it's not really in their wheelhouse maybe it's not where they're continuing to grow their education so like for example I uh, specialize in trauma I work with people with DID and I'm constantly learning about DID I'm always listening to podcasts and I'm going to more trainings and I, you know I'm always going and going and going but, you know, if somebody comes to me and they say, have an eating disorder, that is not my wheelhouse. Like, I, I can help you with your other issues. I mean, obviously, if your eating disorder is, is severe enough, you, you definitely need to go to someone who specializes that. So maybe that's not the best example, but we're going to continue to run with it. <laughs> um, so like, you know, I can help you with your other issues, but eventually the eating disorder is going to become the main issue. If, if I mean, it's usually the main issue if that's what... It, like I said, it was a bad example, but, um,
1: <laughs> no worries,
0: but, you know, eventually you're going to get to that point where like, that needs to be talked about and I can only take you so far. Right. So, you know, it's important to be able to feel comfortable to give the therapist that you have feedback. And if you can't, then that's a sign of a bad fit. And, um, I, I know those conversations can be really hard because we're not used to having them. But it's so important. And if you can't call your therapist out on stuff, then like, what are you paying them for?
1: Mm, that's deep. Yeah. So question, question. And this is for me and anybody else that might not know it. You mentioned DID. Mm-hmm. Besides the word did. Uh, oh, what what does sorry. that mean? I, I don't, I've never heard of that before. So
0: sorry, I got lost in my therapist. That's strategy. okay. That's okay. It's, um, Dissociative identity disorder. So it was formerly known as uh, multiple personality disorder.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah fascinating yeah, so, Just want something
1: new nice
0: yeah it's a very extreme like trauma diagnosis um that a lot of people don't work with so wow yeah i'm happy to work work with that group of people they're they're awesome and they are nothing like the movies this is my little <laughs> my little plug for them uh but yeah please i just hope everyone knows it's nothing like the movie split that is not what what it's like
1: <laughs> oh that's right i remember that movie that was that uh, that was a very interesting group of movies. That was enjoyable, but it definitely seemed over the top.
0: Yes, and uh, very harmful to the people that experienced that diagnosis. Wow. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Well, yeah. anyways, yeah. so, um, yeah, what, is there anything else that you would recommend for people on, like, how to find, like, these supports outside? Like, I kind of brainstormed a couple, but I don't know if you have any other thoughts.
1: Um... Really, I mean, what comes to my mind is the importance of speaking. You know, it's uh, if you can't you won't you can't give somebody an opportunity to help you if you don't ask. Yeah. And, um, you know, some people like I I remember feeling I remember one time I posted on Facebook. If you're not happy with something, should you stay in it? And across the board, everybody said, no, if you're not happy with what you're doing, get out, go do something else, because I was with an MLM and I hated it. I hated how I was being treated. Um I hated the environment. I loved the product even though it was a little a little overpriced, but everything else about it just made me sick to my stomach. Um I just I couldn't stand it. So honestly, I you've got to be willing to speak your feelings and and speak speak your mind, express what's in your heart if you're not happy with something, whether it's MLM or some other aspect of life, give yourself the freedom to say, no, I'm done. And I'm going to move on and find something better.
0: All right. So let's circle back to your MLMs. What, what happened next? Where are we at now in your story?
1: All right. So, um, so like I said, legal shield was the first one that was back in the nineties. I didn't come across MLM again, um, until, uh, until my ex-wife's mother brought home six gallons of ionized alkaline water from a Japanese company called Enagic.
0: Oh, no. And,
1: and she just was thrilled to pieces with this water. I will admit, I haven't, I haven't consumed water that's that good. I just haven't. Uh, matter of fact, my wife and I still occasionally go and, and, and we get water from somebody that lives a couple of miles from us, but that is a... You know, that's a $5,000 machine. And uh, so, that, you know, she bought the machine. She still has it. She still uses it. Great for her. Um, she signed me up as the distributor. Um, I made a little bit of money. I actually grew a pretty good-sized team. And just as quickly as it grew, it all fell apart. Yeah. Everybody just everybody just ran. And I just kind of was left, oh, what am I going to do next? Right. <laughs> and uh, I, had, I had questions. I had, I had some questions, some serious questions, um, and I even reached out to this uh, supposed Harvard professor that was part of the health board, um, because the female that I worked with who was in stage three of cancer, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, all right, so I was saying that um, this woman that I worked with, I think she was in stage three of cancer, and and she wanted to try the water, so I was bringing maybe one or two gallons a week. And uh, within a month, she was dead. Wow! I can't. I'm not going to say that it's the water, but right. I, I found that very, very odd. And so I went to inquire about it, and I, I was connected with this uh, professor who's supposedly a you know Harvard graduate. Mm-hmm. I reached out to him through social media. I saw he got my message to this day, and this is now. Oh, good grief! That was 2011. So, 11 years later, still no response. Um, wow. Then, with there was a a woman that I knew, and she was elderly. She was coming. She drove like 30, 40 minutes to get water from uh, from the house I lived in at the time, and she was loving how it made her feel. She says, "I'm getting a machine." She made the investment, and within a couple of months after her getting her machine, she to came to cancer. And I had questions like, is that an issue? If somebody is that far along in that terrible disease, is this water actually creating more problems than it's actually solving? I, to this day, still haven't got a satisfactory answer to that. And it's wow. sad because a, I, I know plenty of people that love their machine, love their water, are claiming that, you know, one person, he says that uh, he should be dead. And he said he, he believes the water is what's keeping him alive. Um, but those questions like never got answered. And I, I basically said, if you're not going to answer this question, you're not going to, you know, at least some direction telling me where my thinking is off. I'm done. I'm not making any money anyway. So I just, you know, kind of stepped away from it.
0: Right. And like, obviously, you know, uh, like these people were, It's not like they were older and they were already sick. So like, you know, there are other factors going on, but like, you know, you can't help but wonder, like, is there something that is contributing and making it worse and speeding it up? And, uh, Or is it completely unrelated? I mean, I guess you wouldn't know unless you did the autopsy, but like, they could have said that to you. They could have said, you know, like, we're not involved in like, you know, like all of our testing show that this is not it. However, we haven't, we, we don't have access to these people's autopsies. They're not part of our studies, like anything like that. So like, you know, like there are things that they could say to answer the question and say, like, like these are just you know, experiences outside. But so the fact that they don't address questions is,
1: yeah, it it, it didn't leave a good feeling in, inside of me. So yeah. so after Magic, I you know was like, yeah, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And then uh, it was a, a close friend of my ex-wife. She she came by and and introduced us to a, a another company that uh, had a small yellow pill. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, one of their top earners wants to talk to me on Monday. I'm not really enthusiastic about that, um, but, <laughs> um, but uh, the company used uh, an ABC presentation that was done specifically on their company uh, and the product, and it got put on the shelves of GNC. Didn't sell anything, so they decided supposedly put it into MLM, and you know they've made made some success because there's some seven figure owners within the company. Um, but when you know, I decided, you know what, because. The, the research was supposedly done at NIH, the National Institutes of Health. And when I when I first moved out of New England, I ended up in DC for six years and I worked at the National Institutes of Health, you know, just doing telecommunications consultation work. But I have family in the medical field. So anything dealing with health and wellness, you know, I'm I'm gonna look at, you know, right. because I'm I want to learn as much as I possibly can, even though I don't have degrees. I may not understand this big word. I may not understand all the medical jargon, but you know, I I'm I wanna learn. And I did oh, spend some time in, in the Library of Medicine. And supposedly, uh, this particular product called ProTandem has 19 peer-reviewed studies. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't like how they treated me. <laughs> yeah. I signed up. I made a little bit of money, but you know, business wasn't growing. And I had questions that weren't really addressed, you know, appropriately. And uh, uh, a couple of the guys that were my upline, you know, they, uh, they told me I was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that I'm not worth helping,
0: wow, again, yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible um, okay, so I keep hearing you say you've made a little bit of money, and like some of some of the companies you that you've found a little bit of success in. would you say that um, your time to uh profit ratio was? <laughs> Does that make sense?
1: Did I word that right? You, I, I know what you're getting at. The answer is just absolutely no. It's, okay. it's I, you know, my efforts to, you know, to gain, to to develop an additional stream of income that would re- replace my job has never found success. Not not once. The only time that it it looked like was going to happen uh, was with a company called Financial Education Services.
0: I've uh, heard does, that one.
1: Oh, yeah. They, well, no, they got shut down by the FTC in the last uh, six months. Oh. Um, yeah. Because because certain states, because they, they, they offer, they, they call it financial education, that they're charging people for credit restoration. Uh, and they supposedly have a team of attorneys that goes under people's credit reports uh, and, and finds the negative derogatory items mm-hmm. and can have them deleted. I've learned you can do that on your own. And at least in one case with Experian, you can do it for absolutely free. Because I, I did. I went on my credit report, found a couple of items. Disputed it on their their website within 24 hours. 24 hours, they were deleted. My credit score popped up. With them, it's about $90 a month. And uh, where I live near Atlanta, Atlanta uh, has laws against it. And they said, this is a Ponzi scheme. This is illegal. And the uh, the Federal Trade Commission shut them down.
0: Yeah, I think that this is like one of the things that bothers me the most about like these like service MLMs is yeah. that a lot of these people like have, they'll either give you like this very basic, basic, basic training. Um, and uh, I've heard a lot of other people say that on some of the ones where they give you the basic training, they'll even give you the answers um, and make it. So the test is like super, super easy. Uh, so you're like pretty much always guaranteed to, to get whatever sort certif- certification or whatever. Uh, happens that's not always true but in some teams that's what happens yeah. um but ultimately we have these people that don't really know what they're talking about uh trying to give advice for x y and z and it's really dangerous and also it makes it shadows all of the fields of people who have the the training and the experience and like you should pay those people for access to their knowledge because that's the whole point right is like some certain people in society will get specialized knowledge that's why we have like doctors and therapists and whatever and you know financial advisors because they went in and they study these things so we don't have to and then we say okay give me access to your brain help me figure this out and (laughs) hopefully they give us the best that we can get and our lives are better and we don't have to go and get a whole degree to figure it out. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah. when they do these like MLM style advice things, it just gets so messy. And I, it really leaves a bad feeling in my like stomach thinking about it.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's the same with me. Cause uh, there, there's one particular item that was on my credit report that, you know, they were unable to get off. Um, and I was unable to get removed from my credit report. And, and they still claim because these people that were involved have turned around and created a brand new company doing the exact same services. So I'm like, yeah, you guys are just going to get shut down again. And you know, people have reached out to me saying, you want to join us? I'm like, oh, you guys are doing something illegal. I don't want anything to do with it. Well, they kept claiming that they can get that item deleted. When I've tried, I've gone through every resource possible. Yeah. And they said, no, if it's proved that it is legitimate, even if it's negative, if it's legitimate have to wait until the statute of limitations or it can actually come off and uh the fact that they were just so blatantly just telling people what they want to hear you know really just to make a buck it's it's disgusting I, i don't i don't like it and it uh i have to keep i have to keep my emotions down when i when i see some people posting on social media like you know who needs credit repair and their funds are low and it's like Oh man, get out of this garbage! It's that's all it is—is is garbage.
0: Right. What's the name of the new company? That way, people can know that it's an MLM when it comes up. Do you know?
1: I honestly, I, I actually, I actually forget. That's um, okay. Uh, because it was just within the last week that it got reintroduced to me, and um, and you know, I really questioned the the uh, the dignity mm-hmm. of this person uh, because of you know what they they claim to represent, and um, they just willingly added me to their. Facebook page without even asking me, oh, and until and exactly. so they, they they added me, and and I said I was like, this looks like FES, and I messaged it. I was like, I know you guys shut got shut down, and she tried to send me a, a message stating that you know that supposedly the FTC got it wrong. Yet if you try to look up FES's website, it's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. It's been shut down, and and it's you know I, I'm I'm not I'm I just I don't I really can't say enough how much I'm, I'm not about taking advantage of people. I'm, I'm not willing to support, you know, any type of activity that could be considered criminal.
0: Right, absolutely. And um, I think in your experience, so like you've kind of done these, like a couple of these, like more like servicey MLMs, uh, which I definitely don't have in my experience. I've always been the health and wellness. How can I make my body fit the size of the supermodel? Uh, experience uh so in your experience uh, as both a person in the world and then a person in these mlms what would be the difference to look for like i mean my thought is that a person that has like a some sort of like financial practice or whatever a legitimate pr- financial practice they're not going to slide into your inbox right like right. is that so, will we just say that that's probably like an automatic red flag for these like service things or?
1: Um, to be perfectly honest, I, I think it would really come. I think the biggest red flag with these service-based companies is is you got to use your mind and look at it, you know, for really what it is. Because if you think about it, like Legal Shield, attorneys are not going to charge you $29. Right. There's a reason attorneys charge for what they've done or for what they do. I mean, take a look at the current, you know, current case going on with this guy. Uh, what's his name? Daryl Brooks, who drove his car through uh, through that parade last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, this if you've ever looked, if you've looked at some of these cases, like these trials that have been put on social on, on YouTube or, you know, other, you know, like news sources. This guy's out of his mind. And so the attorneys that are handling this case, which is very, very delicate, they're very well educated. They know exactly what they're talking about, even even the. Uh, The judge in this case, she has kept her composure through the whole thing when he has done nothing but push her button. Because the guy who is clearly, you know, know, uh, unwell, he's unwell, but, you know, he's 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 clearly guilty. You know, he's Mm -hmm. he's defending himself. He chose to have no attorneys. Wow. He's he's literally defending himself. And so when you when you see how knowledgeable like these court officials, judges and attorneys are. How knowledgeable they are of the law, and and put so much effort in defending the letter of the law. You go to some place that's you know charging twenty nine bucks, as my former associate said. You know I got what I paid for. Yeah. And so you want to look at it from from the you know the logical logistical state. You know is this real? Could I really get what I'm what I want for so little? Right. And and I know from my wife and I, no. No, we did not get what we wanted. We did not get what we felt we were paying for because what we're dealing with was was very personal. Um, You know, it was, uh, and it's a sensitive matter that we don't discuss publicly. Right. Um, right. And so we had expectations of getting direction and we were constantly basically being pushed off.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And like, I I think that's a good point too. You definitely get what you pay for. And I think in this, and our financial climate of the world, which I don't, I don't, I don't want to get too into, but you know, in the financial climate of our world, I think that we're all kind of looking for ways to save money and it's so hard because like we need, a lot of people need help and a lot of people can't afford the help that they need. And it's really unfortunate um, that we're in these situations and then these too good to be true things pop up and sometimes people just end up being like, well, might as well try it, but then you end up wasting your time.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, I, I think about FES, and it all sounded great. What it what caught my attention the most is it reminded me of my father. Uh, uh, my dad um, sold life insurance for a company called Bankers Life, and he sold it mostly in the north end of Boston, around uh, Marblehead and uh, Beverly, Lynn, all that 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 area around the coast. And he did phenomenal. He was making six figures, and you know that's you know back in the '90s, you know, especially in Massachusetts, that was some big money. Yeah, uh, he was doing yeah. very well, very well for himself. So when I saw that, it reminded me of that. But you know, certain things that they offered, like within the whole, you know, um, credit services, you know, it made you question. You know, you scratch your head, like, well, what is that? It doesn't even make any sense. Like, one was a, a financial lockbox. I have a physical lockbox right underneath my desk here. What is a finance? It just it was. And when I'd ask, like, what is this, I would never get a clear answer. So it was like, they put all this stuff together to try to make it seem like it had all this value. But in reality, it was just, you know, you know, and a fluff. Nothing nothing else was there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that. <sighs> okay, what happened next? <laughs> what next?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um. Oh, good grief. Uh, there was a couple of ones that popped up and I thought, you know, it just seemed like a really good opportunity. I think I ended up, after FES kind of was just bouncing all over the place. Like one company was called EPX. I don't even know if they exist anymore. Um, it was a friend of mine that introduced it to me, saying, you know, like, you know, you're guaranteed to, you know, have like I don't lose like five, 10 pounds in a month, and if you don't, all your money back. And uh, so remember buying the product, didn't see a difference, didn't lose a pound. And initially, I was like, hey, I'm gonna press, I'm gonna push this, I'm gonna be successful. And no, didn't lose anything. Um, no Beachbody. I I I now I'm still technically a customer. I have the Body app. Um, I love the workouts. I do yep. them five days a week. But what's it called? Uh, um, uh, what's that shake shakeology?
0: Shakeology.
1: It's incredibly expensive.
0: It is. Yeah. It's
1: very very expensive. And to be perfectly honest, I've tried other similar protein shakes. Mm-hmm. It's really not much better than anything else that you can get for significantly cheaper.
0: Yeah. Um. I think that I had somebody on the podcast who said that the Vega shakes are there's a certain one and I can't remember which episode number it is, but uh i'm I'm sure that if you tried some of the Vega shakes, they are very very similar. They said that they went through and they looked at the ingredients and there was like maybe a couple things different, but overall the ingredients were very similar so if if you are somebody that actually likes their beach body dirt powder um <laughs> then uh, the biggest shakes
1: are similar and way less expensive. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. And that's, that's it. Do your research, you know, okay. take some time, use Google or use Google scholar. Cause that is a website for uh, um, like universities use Google scholar. It's free from blogs. You're not going to have some, somebody out there saying, Hey, if you take this pill, you're going to grow another arm. You're not going to have that nonsense out there. You'll get some actual factual information, Right. Um, but yeah, it's, I honestly signed up as a Beachbody coach because I was under the impression I'll be teaching classes, you know, I'll be building some business, and really, it was, I didn't, I I was tricked into thinking it was something else when it turned out to be multi level marketing. And in three months, I made twelve dollars.
0: Yeah, and you have to pay for your yes. your coaching, which is terrible. Um, also, I just love to plug here, uh, my, my husband's a personal trainer, and he is a affiliate, whatever with Legion, not an MLM. Um, and we do I I personally like their protein powder, although I don't, I don't drink protein powder right now, because I got so burned out. But he does have like a code. It's just Nick a I think. Um, And you get like, it's either like 10 or 15% off or you get points if you're already in so like you, towards your next purchase. So uh, nice. And then he gets points. If you use his code, like that's what happens. So, so a full transparency, if you want to try Legion, <laughs> we do like it. I, they have a lot of flavors. Uh, my little plug for him. <laughs>
1: that actually sounds like I'd be lo- interested in looking into.
0: Oh yeah. And they don't use, uh, well, I now I'm really going into my promotional <laughs> pitch, but they don't <laughs> use a proprietary blend. So like you can actually see how much of what is in each product. And I, one of the things I do still use is their pre-workout. Um, I use that regularly. I really like the lemonade flavors. They have a couple different lemonade flavors. Uh, I mean, they're they're no different than any other pre-workout. You know what I mean? All yeah. pre-workouts are really the same. Unless, like, you know, you get some that have, like, the BCCAs or whatever. Right. But um, I like it. And they have I think they have the ones that make you they have like the kind that makes you jittery and the kind that doesn't make you jittery. So you can right. pick which one you want. Yeah. Um, so
1: that's I mean, yeah, you just gotta find when it comes to that stuff and health and wellness, you just gotta find yeah. something that, that you like and that you you're gonna notice a difference with.
0: Right, but there are plenty of other ones different. too. Quest makes a good protein powder. Um uh ghost makes some I, I don't love the ghost protein powders, but I know a lot of people really like them. Uh First form, I know a lot of people like first form, so like there, there are and like they have nice, like you know, I think that especially I'm really drawn drawn to like nice looking packaging. Like it's, some of these companies have really nice looking packaging if you want something that looks pretty to sit on your counter. So <laughs> nice, um, my little protein powder tangent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I the I'm torn about Beach Beachbody's workouts. I I liked. When I was doing them, I really liked the routine and the consistency. I love that I didn't have to leave my house. Um, However, I was always getting hurt doing those programs. Um, Yeah,
1: you gotta be careful.
0: Yeah, some of the form cues are now I know are wrong. Uh, So like, you know, I think this is just important too for people to know, like you can't always just take everyone's word at face value. Like check a couple sources. If you're starting to feel pain, if you still use Beachbody workouts, make sure if you're feeling pain anywhere to go and check your form somewhere else. Uh, You know, go watch a a couple form videos on YouTube from personal trainers and see what they have to say. And, you know, try a couple of the positions that they're saying, you know, if they're telling you to do your uh, overhead press and you're pressing like straight out from your shoulders, that that's gonna like hurt your shoulders and stuff like that. So you need to like find that right positioning and, listen to other, some other people that can actually go into more detail than these 30 minute videos they just don't have time to give you the form cues that you really need i think
1: no i, I do agree with that i do agree with that the one i've i've done the most with beach body is the 10 rounds uh,
0: mm-hmm. the,
1: the boxing routine um, because you know i'm in my 40s and so i've developed new pains that i don't like uh, on my in my knees and ankles and yeah. i I've, I've done insanity in the past and i i got some pretty good results with insanity but good grief it's exhausting and yeah. uh, I can't do those uh, those high impact plyometric type style workouts. So no. Ten rounds worked well for me.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And if it works for you, that's awesome. Um, yeah. and and this is the other thing, I I have a lot of gripe with Beachbody and their stuff mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. And, and the only thing I will say is that I I feel like their Beachbody on demand programming is very accessible like, for an MLM product, like, for $99 a year, like, that is, like, so accessible, but also, like, I mean, and if that's what you like, that's fine, Um, but also, guys, remember that you can find things for free on YouTube.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely.
0: And, like, you can also get, like, YouTube Plus or whatever it's called, Red, I don't know, Uh, and, like, again, you can pay for the ones that you actually like, or you watch the ads, and then you know that you're, the person is getting paid through your ads and you don't have to pay for it at all. Um, I try to remember that with the ads and be like, this is me paying for you. (laughs) That's
1: right. I do the same thing with some videos that I watch. I'll just, you know, unless it's something that I know they're already, you know, this is already well-paid. You know, Uh like, uh, you know, if it's somebody that I, I, I enjoy and I respect, I'll let the ads go so they make sure they get their money.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And I think that I never used to understand ads when I was... Especially when I was younger and when I was in in MLM, I would just get so frustrated that people had all of these ads, which is so ironic um, since I was a walking, talking ad. But but now I like really am like, okay, like this is, this is making it so it's accessible for me and I don't have to pay for it. Um, And I love that until you get like some sort of like streaming service and then you pay for it and then you still get ads. And it's like, why, why am I
1: Um, I'm all about helping people save money, so if it, if it I saves know. them a couple of bucks here and there, go
0: for it. Yeah. So, how long is, were you a beach body coach for?
1: Oh, I think maybe four months. Okay. Uh, this is this has been a number of years ago. I think maybe about ten years ago. And now, uh, I initially, I mean, what I had been enthusiastic about it was the fact that I I I was successful with P90X. I um, at one point I was about two seventy, mm-hmm. and I dropped about fifty pounds in that 90 days Uh, so
0: I'm just curious was that just from doing the program or did you also like I did not I
1: did I did change my eating habits um um now this what I'll say here is is a little off topic but I I think it's relevant to people that you know are trying to get healthy um my mother is is kind of a naturalist you know to an extent because she doesn't always eat healthy but um she's all about you know she's a big supporter of of doing things naturally she'd like to avoid uh you know eastern medicine the western medicine and so i'd struggled with depression Mm -hmm. and i was sick of it and she said have you ever looked into a book called eat right for your blood type Mm. and um i'd never even heard of it there's a doctor named peter diadamo has offices in a couple different countries including up in new hampshire um and so she had gone up to the office to you know for to help out my, my my sister jamie who is uh um, she's a cancer survivor, uh, and he basically put on an all alkaline diet and it, it helped her out. It, you know, they told Damien she had six months. That was, I think in
0: 2009.
1: Wow. So she's still around. Um, that's awesome. Well, I, I, yeah, I know I'm, I'm glad. Thank you. Um, then, so I, I, I picked up a book and did the research and I decided I'm going to get my blood type tested. And I did I'm A negative, which is coastal European which is my ancestry my great-grandfather was born in a small village in Sicily and so I looked it up and I'm not supposed to eat beef or pork and I thought but I love bacon <laughs> I was really upset about it so um I decided to give it a try so I went three months with you know without having any type of beef or pork and then one morning decided I'm gonna have some bacon for, with breakfast and did I was on the sofa with my head buried in a pillow within a few minutes and stopped then. So for 12 years, I have not had any red meat or pork and it's definitely had an impact on how I feel inside, not just physically, but also emotionally. So it's had an impact in my gut. Uh, So I made that application uh, with what I was doing with P90X and you know, that dietary change being consistent uh, is what made the difference.
0: Yeah. And I I think that, you know, people need to find what works for them. And I think that it's so important that we share our stories like this too, because like there might be something that's like, you know, how do I say like not mainstream that we try and we have really good results with it. And like, I think that this is like one of the things that we get wrong in MLM is in MLM we were taught like, this is the only way. Right. Right. Like, it's the only way, it's the only way, it's the only way. And like, here you are, and you're saying like, this, this has worked for you. And yes. it, it, it and you know, if, you know, if you're struggling with this, maybe look into it, maybe read the book, maybe like, check it out, see what other people have said about trying these things. And if it works for you, that's amazing. That's amazing. You were able to change your life by just, you know, changing your grocery list a little bit. Yeah, that's it. And, yeah, We
1: don't have to be, you know, stuck with some. Some company that just has you locked in and wrapped into their little universe, we mm-hmm. can find ways to bring inner happiness and inner joy and I know for me personally, making the sacrifice you know with that particular food made a difference in how I felt and how I thought, but also getting away from a toxic environment such as you know with like I'd mentioned about how I was spoken to in that company uh, life vantage um, i didn't like feeling that way and I remember one time, this one guy who was a, a seven-figure, no, he's, he's at least, I think he's a seven-figure and he was in the company. Him and I, he was supposed to be doing some mentoring and training, and it was around the time that my first marriage was falling apart. I was going through a lot mentally and, and really trying to figure out, can this be saved? That's a different story, though. But when one morning I missed a call, and all he did was message me and say, you're not serious, that's where it stopped. That's where I stopped. And I'm like, dude, seriously? You're not even gonna take into consideration what I'm going through, what's what's happening in my life. You're just gonna basically cut me off because stuff going on personally that I don't really have control over. it's it's garbage. And you know, I'm internally, I'm glad that I made a decision to separate myself from the toxicity, to walk away from stuff that really was not doing me any good financially and was doing even worse things for me mentally.
0: Yeah, and I think that this is such a good example of the the time control aspect yep. that, you know, we see in cult-like organizations um, is, you know, they expect you to be on call all of the time. All the time. Um, and I don't know if anyone's read Stephen Hassan's book about his time in the Moonies, but that was one of the things that was really big is that he was always, like, supposed to be able to answer his phone, and he always had to be, like, in contact with someone and all of these things. Um, And it's, it's time manipulation and time control and behavior control. And it's really scary when you like hindsight, look at that because, okay. So, I mean, you should be able to put your phone down and go to the bathroom and and take a shower or, you know, maybe you had to take a nap because you don't feel good or something like that. Absolutely. You know, you you should be able to walk away. You should be able to walk away from your phone without a reason. Yeah, and the fact that they didn't even like say like, "Hey, are you okay?" They were just like, "You're not serious."
1: Yeah, that's exactly how it was. And there's there's a guy that the guy said was going to supposed to be calling me on Monday from the same company. Um, like he had posted on his Facebook page that you know he's on his anniversary trip, and he's saying, like, "I'm so glad I can still work my business whenever I need to or whatever I want." And I'm thinking, if I'm on my anniversary trip, I'm not. I don't want my phone. I don't want my phone ringing, somebody asking me a question. I want to spend the time with my wife, period. I don't want to be, you right. know, sacrificing time that is for my family. Because at the end of the day, you know, money comes and goes. Right. You know, it's, it. I mean, seriously, it doesn't, you know, there's people that, that and it's not in every case. Because I know people who are monetarily successful that still are very kind, compassionate, loving people, great to get along with doesn't you know they're not any different from anybody else, but a lot of people who've got, who've succeeded whether it's through mlm or so, some other means uh' because here's another experience from from an ad that somebody recently tried to get me back into the company and what they're advertising on facebook it it sounds great like people making you know big paychecks because their commissions are quite large so we scheduled a call and I was this close to investing i mean I really was like we I submitted the application for the credit. So you can actually do a line of credit instead of actually paying for the machine, either outright or doing payments through the company. I'm, I'm this close. And I woke up the next morning because I, I got qualified and I was like, okay, well, you know, it won't be as expensive as, you know, 300 $400 a month, It'd be hundred, we can handle that. And I looked at my wife and I was like, this doesn't feel right. She looked at me, she says, cause it's not. She said, I don't, I don't you know, we don't really need that kind of purchase right now boy oh boy you know uh there's, i remember hearing somebody a long time ago say listen to your wife and and she was right because if we'd made that purchase oh things would not be in the best shape for us right now and so during this conversation the guy went from telling me when i was making the application saying if this is not something you can do right now that's okay and then when i said is not the right time he was like man i stayed until three o'clock in the morning for you you just wasted all my time and i was like well there you go he just solidified that i won't be joining you right it was like, you know you got to be okay with it you got to be okay with saying no because a lot of these people out there and again it's not across the board it's not every single person but in a lot of mlms there's a a control-like environment yeah. And again it's not across Board. it really isn't but in so many cases it is and it was with this guy to be able to make that switch yeah go from it's okay to saying it's not okay i was like yeah. that's not cool you yeah. know i don't care if you're making seven eight nine ten figures i don't care who are you right. we both breathe oxygen in and out of the you know in the same pattern we both think you know
0: right right
1: that's it's not worth anybody's time if if you're going to sacrifice your your standards and your morals just to make a dollar no no people need it i
0: i think that that is a really i really liked what you said there that it's it's not the manipulation is not not the same across the board right um and so like when i was in I really feel like in all of the instances that I was in, that I never had anyone that knew that they were being manipulative. I don't think anyone knew that they were being manipulative in my case. And I think that's true in many of the cases. A lot of the people that I talk to say, you know, I have no problem with my upline. I have no problem with like my team. I have no problem with them. But like, it doesn't stop them being in an unethical system right Right. um and I think that that's like the thing that we're looking at so closely in anti-MLM is like how where's the line here of being manipulated and being just kind of like a scummy person (laughs) you know um And I think it's, there's definitely a line and I think that there's a big gray area in the middle and it's really hard to figure out like, where are people just like super brainwashed and super like in, and where are people making conscious decisions, knowing that they're hurting people yeah, and knowing, or, you know, getting these big reactive things and forgetting that there's a person on the other side. Yeah. Like, this person that was interacting with you, like, was totally acting like you're just a number to them. You're yeah. not, you're not a person, like, and that's so sad.
1: It is, because that's, you know, nobody should ever feel that way. Um, I've had people in my life that, that have taken their life, yeah. because they've been, because they, the people that they were surrounded by whether it was by choice or not could have been family members who knows um, they they just they couldn't take it anymore so they just decided to cash in their chips and it's sad because uh, in general there's a there's people in the world that don't really realize how much of an impact they have on others yeah that you know we and we have to be careful with how we speak and how we communicate how we treat other people because just one word, one sentence, one look can be the deciding factor on whether a person lives or breathes another minute. And, you know, the people that I've lost that are really, really, that were close to me, you know, it's years have passed, it still hurts. And so if somebody is going to be, have that type of mindset where they're going to treat you negatively just because you said either no or not now, you know, because that's that's something that, It's funny. Ray teaches that you, you know, you got to be okay with people saying no. Mm -hmm. No supposedly means not now (laughs) and whatever. That's, that's, that's not true because, you know, you could prospect to your blue in the face and you're still going to get a hundred no's. And then you're going to have years of pass by because it's been 10 years for me. And guess what? I make all my money waiting tables and driving Lyft. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't, it didn't work. I put in the work, kept putting in the work. It didn't work. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> plain and simple it just it just didn't work maybe you know sometimes you just got to find what what motivates you what is passionate you know because i mean this here's pa- i'm passionate with this i like this yeah. format um i really do like this but the way he responded you know going from saying that we have a family-like environment you know we support each other and then he showed me it was just check after check after check after check after check after check and i thought that to me, wasn't impressive. Yes, it was like, well, yeah, that'd be great to see my bank account, you know, change. But I don't care about that. You know, I care about what can I do to take care of my wife, you know, to help her out with her health. And then when he switched and, you know, went from, you know, Dr. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde, you know, it just it's like, yeah, I, I that environment right there, that atmosphere that you're lying to people, claiming it's one thing and then it turns out to be something else. You know, that's for the birds. You know, I'm not interested.
0: Absolutely, I totally agree, and I I really agree that we should be um, thinking more about how we're responding to people, um, like. You know, at the end of the day, we're all people. We might have different beliefs and different things like that, but oftentimes our beliefs are formed by our experiences. And if we take the time to approach people with curiosity, you're not necessarily going to change everyone's mind, but you might understand why people have thoughts about things that they have. And, you know, you don't know what's going on in someone's life either. So when you're saying things to someone, like they can have a big impact. And, you know, it's, it's just really hard, especially these days. Like, you know, we all, we've all gone through a lot the past few years and, um, you know, being stuck by yourself can do a number on someone, you know, you got that right. Um, so even though we've all, we've all gone through this collective experience, we don't know what everyone's individual experience was. And we don't know that in regards to our entire lives and, and especially in regards to the pandemic. So, you know, this is just everyone's reminder, be kind, choose, choose kindness, which is something my Beachbody, uh, no, my Beachbody coach used to say, choose happiness, which I totally disagree with. <laughs> but choosing kindness is something that we can uh, definitely do. That's and,
1: right.
0: Um, yeah, so thank you for bringing that up. I think that's really important. You're welcome. Is there anything else that you want to get into before I ask you my final question?
1: No, I think we've covered everything actually quite nicely. This has been very enjoyable.
0: Yeah, really. Thank you so much for coming on. Before I ask you my final question, do you, I know you have a podcast that sounds really interesting. Uh, and, Ju, do I don't know if you want to share your social media so if people can find you and chat with you if they have any questions.
1: Well, I'm kind of in the beginning stages of it. Even though I, I created the, the podcast uh, about a year ago, um, there's a lot of stuff has just happened in the last year that I had to just take a break everything to just to just focus on the here and the now um but you know if you see my name on the screen lucas madonia you can look me up uh i am on instagram i am on facebook uh i think i'm on a couple of other ones but i don't really use them because you know you know people have promoted tiktok and i just couldn't figure that out i you know maybe there's a class out there on youtube um uh but i uh, uh some friends of mine that uh very close to me they came up and you know we were trying to brainstorm and figure out um a podcast because a number of years ago my friend jimmy and i we did a podcast that we called the Boston Huvians. so it was a combination of Hoovians, that talk to who fans yeah and bostonian because him and i are both originally from the same area of massachusetts but you know lives in maryland i'm here in atlanta and uh, he was living in georgia at the time and we did we created a podcast that kind of covered each individual episode and uh we used our personalities. I'm not going to lie. We did have a couple of drinks to loosen up a little bit. (laughs) And we were absolutely out of our minds. But my own personal decisions, which were, uh, honestly, I was dealing with some very self-destructive habits in life. And this is around the time that my uh, first marriage was ending. Um, uh, You know, Basically, him and I made the agreement, we got to cut it off. So that went away, uh, even though it's all still up on YouTube. So recently, uh, it's a, and I'm sorry, I'm Italian. I'm long-winded. So okay. um, so I wanted to do something that was more um, personal development mm-hmm. because I like motivating. I like encouraging. I like helping people to overcome stuff because I've, I've, I've gone through it. I've gone through a lot over the last, even just the last four years. Um, so I'm a Star Wars fan, not big time. You're not going to see, unless given the opportunity, like maybe at a comic con, you're not going to see me just randomly dressing up as a Jedi. But, I've always liked the movies. I've watched the TV series. I've even read some of the books. And so a buddy of mine said, Why don't you do a play on the accent? Um, and instead of doing like Star Wars, how about Smart boys? I was like, oh, I like the idea. So I implemented it. I've I've done quite a few episodes, um, uh, which are some are on YouTube. Uh, quite a few are on YouTube. Um, and I'm thinking about creating up a Facebook page just for the podcast. Um, but I have uploaded it to certain other sources, I think it's on Spotify, okay. um, um, but uh, yeah, it's called Smart Wars. It's not spelled like I did initially. I did have it spelled like the Boston accent, S M A H T, but that was throwing people off when I would get emails. Like it, it, I get an email literally saying, "Good afternoon, Smart." Like oh, this is really throwing people off. So I changed it just to show what it is grammatically, you know, correct. Yeah. Um, but uh, it is it's it's Star Wars related, but it's finding aspects of storylines or characters quotes uh, or something that is applicable to modern life.
0: I love it. That's awesome.
1: Cool beans. Thank you.
0: Um, So yeah, I'll definitely have all of that information in the show notes. So you guys can find those podcasts and uh, check Lucas out on Instagram or Facebook. If you guys have anything that you want to share with him, any similarities to your stories, or maybe you're in one of these MLMs and you have a question uh about like some of the red flags that you're seeing you know so i know that we say all the time that they're all the same but sometimes it just feels easier to talk to somebody who is in the same mlm as you to ask questions because you know the jargon might be a little bit different or whatever and um you know as we've talked about through this podcast episode um they definitely don't encourage you to ask questions so sometimes we have to ask questions to people who are out and see what they have to say too um, all right. So my final question is always, what is your anti MLM? Why?
1: <laughs> because I don't like lying to people yeah. plain and simple. Uh, one particular company out there. And it's, it's weird Is I see so many people so happy, they love this company and they keep saying we're not MLM when they absolutely are. Yeah. It's uh, the wellness company, Melaleuca. Yeah. Um, wife and I, some of their products like we have their skin lotion, we still have a bottle of it. It's some of the best lotion we've ever tried. Period. Yeah. They've got some great products, but in our uh, in our opinion, yeah. it's just our opinion. Some of their products are just not very good. Um, yeah. Even if it's oxygen free, it's just not very good, and it's expensive. Yeah. Like they they make the claim that you just shop here instead of at the, at Walmart, you're gonna save money. Oh, no, you don't. You don't save any money. It's a, it's it, I I didn't like lying to people telling them they're going to save money and telling them it's not mlm
0: right
1: i just didn't like it
0: yeah absolutely yeah that that grinds a lot of our gears with them saying that they're not an mlm they're social selling Uh. (laughs) 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 it's all the same it all comes down to the way the money flows in the chart um and it's not it's not that the company is shaped like a pyramid that makes it a pyramid scheme it's the way that the money flows through the company guys um so, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for making time. And, like I said, <laughs> thanks uh, for uh, being flexible. We had a little bit of a time confusion going on this morning, which was, it just worked out. So, thank you so much. Um, and also, thank you for coming forward and being a male on this podcast. We have very <laughs> few men Yay! coming forward. <laughs> um, and I think it's important to represent because uh, this, although this is, um, mostly a woman, woman affected industry. There are men out there that have been affected and we need to hear those stories too, because uh, otherwise we think it doesn't happen. We need representation. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. No,
1: thank you. I appreciate the time. This has been wonderful.
0: All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Bye. Hey Huns, I just wanted to take a second to tell you guys about Acorn, and no, this is not a sponsored ad. Acorn is a robo-investing account that I've been using to manage my money since I've started my own small business. I honestly had no idea what I was doing in regards to saving for the future, but knew I needed to start somewhere and thought this was a great way to get the ball rolling. I really like the interactive graphics and watching what's going on with my money. If this is something that you feel interested in, feel free to click the link in my bio to start your own Acorn account and we'll both get $5 added in our accounts for our investing future. Happy savings!